Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with March 28th and April 28th, 1919, Part 11, pages 257 through 259. April 28th, 1919, Part 11. My guess is that Father Chomsky is criticizing me because when the Poles occupied Vilnius, I did not clearly take the side of the Polish nationalists as they wanted me to. Six, he then pressured me to issue some kind of letter. I answered that I do not see the need and that it is not yet time to do so. When the peace conference determines the relations between nations, then it will be clear what and how to write. 7. I said that I consult the chapter in all important matters. Here he also criticized the chapter. Piłsudski had not been received in a fitting manner. There was not enough pomp and ceremony. I replied that this was what had been decided on. 8. He went on to rebuke Father Kutka because... He had been discredited, apparently because he had once been suspended. I answered that he was my friend. 9. When something comes up, I always consult various priests, especially those who are knowledgeable about the issue at hand. From all this, I could see that, in addition to the official chapter, there is another secret chapter which pursues its own ends. These priest politicians are dissatisfied mostly because they do not have access to me with their advice and political intrigues. They are even irritated that my chaplain is Father Joseph, also a Lithuanian. He criticized me for not inviting the priests to confer with me. I answered that I consult the chapter because it is the bishop's council. Whenever necessary, I also consult the pastors. If the matters under discussion concern them, I conferred with the priests who teach religion on the school issue. However, I do not intend to hold public meetings because nothing of value comes of them. I guessed, and later my guess was confirmed, that Father Chomsky was sent by the group of Endex, the Polish nationalist priests. Their leaders, Lubianiec, Songin, Kulesho, Maciejewicz, were too crafty to come themselves, so they sent Chomsky to see me. In the end, I told this priest, such is a bishop's fate, that the priests use him as a target to vent their spleen. That is very sad, because it is a sign that they lack the spirit of Christ, and it is even sadder that these politicians drag the ignorant common people into their political intrigues and turn them against their bishop. Let them do as they wish. I shall follow the banner of Christ and will do the work of the church. You, sirs, can play at politics and sensing danger, you will probably run away. But I shall have to stay here and I shall suffer when necessary. There have been many short-lived coups and governments here in Vilnius and they have all tried to drag me into their political machinations. But thank God I have resisted them, and now I shall be careful not to get caught again. When I was in Warsaw during the uprising of 1904, 
1904, I saw the activities of the Endek priests, how much heartache they created for the diocesan authorities. I can see that the same thing will be my lot here. God grant me truly Catholic priests. I asked a few wise priests and other people whether it was worthwhile to publish a letter. They answered that it was not. Only the hotheads, mostly the index, were of the opinion that it was worth it to address the people by letter. They wanted to continue to incite the people by making use of my words. For myself, I saw no need to issue a pastoral letter. At present, conditions are entirely unsuitable for such a message. The young, newly ordained priest, Butrimovich, a nationally conscious Belarusian, came by for a visit. This is what he told me. The newly ordained seminarians had gone to Father Chomsky to thank him for providing them with food. Father Chomsky spoke to them, claiming that there, there were no Belarusians here in the Diocese of Vilnius. Of course, this was painful for the Belarusians. It is a fact that these Polish nationalist priests just cannot resist bringing politics into everything. On the 26th of April, I once again called on, in the dean and the assistant dean and asked them to keep me informed about everything that is going on in the parishes of the city, naturally in the sphere of church life. When he was here, Piłsudski had asked me that the soldiers be permitted to attend Mass every Sunday at 9 a.m. at the Gate of Dawn Shrine. I asked the dean to make sure Mass was celebrated there at the appropriate time. Well, in this next section of the entry, Blessed George continues to reflect on his meeting with Father Chomsky. Blessed George responds calmly to all of the pressure that the priest is putting on him. George discovers that there is a group of priests who are meeting secretly and plotting how to influence the bishop and to move the diocese in a way that they want. They sent Father Chomsky to talk to the bishop. Blessed George vows to follow the path of Christ and not of politics. It is sad to read in a footnote that during the Bolshevik occupation, many of the Polish priests in the diocese who had been politically involved fled from Vilnius to Poland. They left churches and parishes vacant and the flock of Christ without shepherds. Some of those priests came back when the Bolsheviks left, but some did not. How could Blessed George run a diocese under those circumstances? Blessed George called to these priests, Endek priests. This comes from the initials of the political party that they were aligned with. Blessed George, and we should pray as well, prayed for truly Catholic priests. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, 
for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.